minutes after the hour. Again, like I said, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, we have 60,000 miles of blood vessels in our body. Isn't that amazing? And if you laid them all out in a row, if you did that, you, well, you wouldn't be living, but they're, they're, you'd be able to do that, which I think is impressive. But uh, we are grateful to God every day, and well, I'm always grateful that Bill English is available to speak because he talks about business. He has BibleandBusiness.com as his website, and I know he had a little episode last night at his house, so I was thinking about you, Bill, when I went to bed, thinking, ooh, you got you got a little uh, little job on your hands, don't you? Yeah, I really do. About uh, 10.30 last night, our water heater decided to spring a leak, mm-hmm. and so... Um, I thought it best not to come in without showering. I didn't want you and Neil and Paul and the others to have to go through that kind of agony. So yeah. I'm, I'm joining you on the guest line today. Awesome. So we're going to talk a little bit today about CEO activism and the risks that comes yeah. with it. And um, introduce that subject for our listening audience. Well, you know, amidst all the Brexit news mm-hmm. and the news coming out of Turkey and other places, there was a little-known survey that was just released. And uh, this survey talks about what happens when CEOs become active uh, in in a particular cause or, or uh, voice strong opinions about something that might be controversial. And what the researchers wanted to know was what happens to the company uh, when the CEO becomes uh, an activist. And what they, they titled their article uh, from the Wall Street Journal, anyways, the Wall Street Journal uh, uh, did a review of the uh, survey entitled the article, CEO Activism Comes with Risks. And, and all the article really is is a recap of what's in the survey. And uh, the survey uh, actually didn't survey the uh, CEOs, it surveyed the people who consume products from CEOs. So mm-hmm. they talked to a little over a thousand people and uh, they found that uh, 38% for example of CEOs said CEOs have a responsibility to talk about issues of importance to society and yet 43% uh, said that they don't and 19% were unsure so there was there's already some uh, uncertainty out in the market about the role of a CEO talking about a controversial topic mm-hmm you know, who in particular is most interested in hearing the opinions of CEOs? Is it the shareholders or is it the or is it the millennials? It's the millennials. Yeah. The millennials are, are generally more accepting of controversial opinions with which they don't agree mm-hmm. uh, than are the Gen Xers and especially the baby boomers. Mm-hmm. So. so when you have a, a CEO and they take a stand on um, a, an issue... Um, it is going to uh, polarize, of course, at some level. I mean, there's going to be, every time you take a stand on anything, you're going to have polarization. And can a CEO, is, is it really in his best interest to do that? I mean, I know uh, Tim Cook from that's, Apple. That's true. I mean, he's, he's loud and well, clear yeah. about, about his stance on issues. And, of course, he's got such an amazing product that he stands behind, though. So uh, d- does it make a difference? It does make a difference for most companies. I think for Apple, when Tim Cook took his stand on criticizing the Alabama gay rights, um, or when those business leaders, over, I think there's over 100 of them that signed a letter criticizing North Carolina for passing the transgender bathroom law, mm-hmm. I think in those interests, they were pretty protected. But for the most part, when CEOs uh, 
project some kind of a strong opinion on a controversial topic. What the research found was that 40% uh, felt that they were more likely to buy that company's products if they agreed with the CEO, whereas 45% were less likely to buy that company's products if they did not agree with the CEO. So I'm not sure that, that it's a real good business move, just stri strictly business now. I'm not mm -hmm. sure it's a real good business move uh, for a CEO to do this. Okay, let's, let's talk about the Christian business owner. Now, when you have uh, activism and you're a Christian business owner, uh, shouldn't be shouldn't the first order of business to be to stand up for the commands of God in a culture that is increasingly hostile to Christianity? Well, and that's what you're seeing our activism become. It's not that we're trying to push a particular social agenda, or and it's really not that we're trying to push any agenda other than God's. But you see CEOs and companies taking a hit. Uh, regularly now for standing up uh, for biblical standards on homosexuality, mm -hmm. on gay marriage, and other areas. And they are, some of them are being shut down by states and by regulatory agencies mm -hmm. as a result. Mm -hmm. Well, if God calls us to suffer for him in business, I guess we should, we should take joy in doing this. Isn't that what First Peter three fourteen says? Uh, right, you you know that better than me. What is well? <laughs> you can quote it. I'd be very well, impressed. The, well, and I would too, actually, and so would all my <laughs> professors from seminary. Right. Uh, but the Bill English paraphrase is: if if you suffer for doing what is good, then that is pleasing in the sight of God. Mm -hmm. And when we stand up in our culture and we call the culture to repentance and to follow God's commands. Uh, and then we suffer for that, we are doing good. And uh, that is something that God takes pleasure in. He doesn't take it in, a, and mind you, for those who are listening, maybe for the first time, he doesn't take pleasure in a sadistic way. What he takes pleasure in is our faithfulness to him, in spite of knowing that we're going to get um, pummeled, that, that, that we're going to suffer as a result of standing up for God's words. It's kind of like when Jesus was standing before the Sanhedrin, and, and he answers their question truthfully, and then he says, uh, and this again, this is the Bill English paraphrase, you will see me coming in the clouds in glory from heaven. And they start to beat him, and they start to really, it's really the first time in the, in the passion narrative where Christ is really beat up significantly. Mm -hmm. um, he knew what he knew, Bill, what was going to happen when he said those things, and yet he said it because he was faithful to God, and he said it because it was true. Mm -hmm. Now, some companies, when they come out on issues and take stands, seems to be extremely favorable in the eyes of consumers, especially Christians. Places like Hobby Lobby or Chick Fil A, or I mean, they've had uh, quite favorable favorable results, haven't they? Uh, you know they they have been able to withstand um, the mark the uh, the backlash so to speak because their products are that good and their products are that needed mm -hmm. and so there is there is some insulation depending upon your size what your product line is and how well you're baked into your target market mm -hmm. so here's a here's a principle uh, start with excellence <laughs> I just came up yeah. with that yeah. That's the kind of genius Very I can good. generate on the spot. You know what? You're on your way to owning a business, Bill. See what you I really mean? Are. Thank you. And that's been recorded. I'm sure it'll stay on tape now. So 
when um, <laughs> when I'm successful, <clears throat> you can uh, come back on my show. All right. Well, thank you very much. All right. Thank you very much. All right. I've got several more questions for you that I'm going to make up during the break. Um, but we're going to take a little, okay. a little break when we come back. More with Bill English, BibleandBusiness.com at 17 minutes after the hour. Thanks for being with us. Be back in a minute. Nineteen minutes after the hour. Good morning, everyone. Nice to have you with us. You're listening to the Faith Radio Network, but you already know that because you've been listening, and you're not going to change stations ever, which I love about our listeners. Listener-supported radio. Love it. Talking to Bill English from BibleandBusiness.com. And, Bill, uh, let's talk a little bit more about CEO activism. If you decide to get politically active, um, you have to be pretty sure you don't harm the name of Christ in your political activism. Shouldn't that be our, our first and foremost concern? It, well, in, and in everything we do, right? Because ultimately, we are representatives of Jesus Christ first. We're not Republicans first. We're not Democrats first. And uh, some will be offended to hear me say that we're not even Americans first. We are Christians first. We are disciples of Jesus Christ first. And so as a steward of that which he has given to us, which is our life and our salvation and all that that means, we are to represent him first and take his interests first into every area of our lives. If he calls us into business ownership and we decide to become politically active as a result of being in our, or maybe in conjunction with being in business ownership, I would just say that we need to make sure that in our speech, how we handle other people and our love for them, in our motivations of what we're doing and so forth, we need to make sure that Christ's name is lifted up. And it's certainly not harmed. The the not harmed is the minimum, the lifted up, and the pointing people to Christ is the maximum. Mm -hmm. uh, Bill, Bill, what happens when you have employees that are bristling against your activism, um, or they're they're bristling that you're not being active enough? Because that's got to be an issue as well. Yeah, it can be an issue, and and, uh, that's where it's best just to have policies that you follow. Uh, and that if you intend to break the policies, that you explain that to your staff and tell them why in this instance you're breaking them. So, for example, you may tell your staff that uh, as CEO, you're just not going to be taking a stand on social issues, mm-hmm. uh, although you may do that personally, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, but then uh, if somebody uh, comes along and sues you for not baking a cake for a gay wedding, mm-hmm. uh, then you may have to go ahead and, and explain to your staff why you're going to violate your own policy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, it's tough. It's really tough because I've managed, I've managed people who are ardently conservative in their politics and others who are ardently liberal in their politics, and they were in the same office. Mm-hmm. And uh, you just have to be very careful about how you handle yourself to them, uh, letting them know that you accept them and that really your only measure of how you view them is the is the quality of the work that they perform within those four walls. Mm-hmm. You really have to be clear about that. Mm-hmm. Um, aren't, isn't everybody looking for that gotcha moment, too, with businesses, especially the ones that might be Christian? They're trying to look for that opening where they can go gotcha? Some are, mm-hmm. sure. Some are, yeah. I mean, there, there are some people who 
will purposefully go visit, and, and, and I know this to be true, that there were some in the gay, gay rights movement who would purposefully go visit bakeries just to find one that wouldn't bake them a cake mm-hmm. uh, so that they could create a situation out of that. Yeah, of course, there are, there are predators out there who do that. Yeah, predators, that's a good word. So is there is there an alternative to all of this? I mean, instead of maybe activism, is there something else we can focus on? Um, how about how about something really constructive, for example? Well, and, and this comes back to lifting up the name of Christ uh, first. And I think instead of uh, becoming highly politically active, at least as the CEO, and if you want to do that on your personal time, under your personal brand, so to speak, I don't have a problem with that. It's, it's when you're doing it under your brand as a CEO. And under that brand, I would suggest that you simply focus on giving to others, uh, supporting uh, the broken in your community, and living out your faith uh, in as much of a non-activistic way as possible uh, through your business. Uh, th- there are many, many things that you can do to uh, promote the name of Jesus Christ and to promote uh, your business at the same time uh, by uh, staying non-activistic and being very supporting of the broken in your community. Mm-hmm. Um, have you uh, made decisions personally on, on activism that CEOs have taken? You know, when I owned my company, um, I purposefully stayed out of politics. Okay. Now, back in the early 90s, to be honest with you, back in the early 90s, I was highly involved in one of the uh, political parties, and I was involved enough to where I was on the state central committee for two years, Mm -hmm. and I was on a gubernatorial campaign as well as a senatorial campaign. So I know what it's like to be involved politically. But when I got into my business, I just decided not to do that. I didn't think I could bridge the two without offending some of my uh, employees or some of my customers. And at that time, I felt that the business was enough of a uh, entrustment to me from God that I needed to curtail my other activities. And mm-hmm. so I did. Yeah. Well, Bill, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Sorry about the hot water heater. My advice would be to apply to apply duct tape and turn the stereo up. <laughs> I, will, I will do that, Bill. You have a great day. All right. Thanks so much. <laughs> 25 minutes after the hour. Be back in just a minute. 